I'd much rather you. That was good. Praise the Lord, everybody. Isn't it good to be in church tonight? Hallelujah. I'm thankful. You know, there's been reference to it through the years about church being an oasis. How many times, especially in the middle of the week, I find it to be an oasis. Hallelujah. A place of refreshing, a place of strength. I thought as different ones were testifying tonight, you know, the enemy likes to throw a lot of distractions at us. And God only knows this has been one of those days for me. <laughs> but I did just like what Sister Gordon did on the way to church. I said, I rebuke this in Jesus' name. You know, sometimes you have to claim the authority of God Almighty. Hallelujah. We can't change things on our own. We may have all kinds of people come against us, say things against us, do things against us. But what do they sing tonight? There's no lie he can't tear down. There, there's no wall he won't. What is it, climb? He'll go to extremes to help his children. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but that means a lot to me. Hallelujah. To know that my God still cares. He understands. He knows where we're at. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, I appreciate being in church tonight. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for my pastor, my bishop. I give them both honor tonight. I feel privileged to have them in my life. Hallelujah. I just was telling my parents recently, I said, it's amazing I've been in church all my life, but the things that I've learned since I've been here, how that God allows men of God to drop things, you know, to help us along the way. You never get too old. You never graduate out of this. But I'm so thankful for the touch of God, thankful for the word of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, I will try not to keep you very long, and I'll try not to have you standing very long. But if you'll go with me to Second uh, Corinthians chapter number 5. Second Corinthians chapter number 5. I knew my eyes were bad, but man, that's nice and big. I'll just read it from up there. Second Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Hallelujah. They can go to Romans 8 and 12 for me. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you li live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many are, are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Tonight, just for a little bit, I want to talk about simply begin again. Begin again. Hallelujah. Can we lift our voices and our hands to the Lord right now? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Many things have been going over my mind this month with it being the beginning of the year. We always hear a lot of people talk about New Year's resolutions, uh, starting some new things. It's amazing how you see the gyms are full at the beginning of the year. You go by any of these gyms right now, they're all packed out. But come another 30 days from now, go by there, that population will be right back to where it was the end of last year. Because, that you know, sometimes people get it in their mind that they can begin again. They can start something new, but, you know, in ourselves, so many times we're weak, right? It's hard for us sometimes to be disciplined enough to maybe make the decisions that we need to make. So many times there are things that, distractions, as I mentioned earlier, that come our way and we allow them to rule and uh, have authority in our life instead of calling on the authority of our life. And I thought, you know, as I was uh, reading over this and uh, taking into account some things, uh, I've never been one for making New Year's resolutions, but sometimes I may get a new resolution that I make middle of the year. I don't have a certain time that I do it, but when I feel that that need is there, then that's when I feel like that God is maybe nudging me that way. But I want to talk to us just a little bit tonight because, you know, sometimes we talk about uh, beginning anew or beginning again as somebody maybe just coming into church for the first time. Somebody that needs God that's never had God before. But you know what? It also applies to those of us that's been in church for years. I need him just as much today as I did yesterday. If You know what? In fact, I need him more today than I did yesterday. The older I get, the more I realize, and I'm, I, I can't make it without him. I've got to have his touch, his direction. Hallelujah. And so as I was looking at this, and I, there's always new things in life. We go through stages and seasons, and so many times there are things that come our way, some that we don't ask for, some that we don't wish would ever come to our doorstep, and sometimes there's things that come our way that we've been longing for. Some of us as older, maybe grandkids, we just couldn't wait till those grandkids get here, and for some of us that maybe getting married just can't wait to find the right spouse and you know whatever the case might be but then there's sometimes it may be sickness it may be something that we just don't didn't ask for and don't want but whatever the case we know that there's going to be things to come our way but there that doesn't stop us from still starting over hallelujah there are many things that we can look at and uh, we say well what where do I go from here how do I start from here And that's when it comes so in handy to be able to just get out on our knees and call on the Lord. Hallelujah. Direct my steps, O Lord. Hallelujah. Guide me. Lead me. Help me to know the right decisions to make. Hallelujah. Sometimes we begin again, you know, uh, in order to start over, we have to tear down things that we started once. Sometimes it goes back to the very beginning and building up things that we never did build in the beginning. Hallelujah. We have to take a hard, long look at where the roots of these things are. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to go kind of slow for a while, so just stick with me. Sometimes we can look at ourselves. Have you ever made a mistake, anybody? And sometimes those mistakes were maybe some big mistakes. And you beat yourself over the head over and over and over. Why did I do that? What made me think that that was even a good decision? Why did I go down that pathway? How do I start over now? You know, there's many things that we can look at like that in life. 
Sometimes people think, oh, you'll never get past that. I was reminded, actually, as I was studying of an old song, I don't know if any of y'all remember the Tally Trio from years ago, but they sang a song, you can get past your past. You can get past those painful memories. You can get past all those things that drug you down and into the pits. Hallelujah. I'm glad that with the Lord on our side, we can get past our past. Hallelujah, because again, as I've said already, we can't do a lot of these things on our own. It's only going to take the touch of God to get us where we need to be. In ourselves, we're weak, but in Him, we are strong. And we go down defeated when we walk alone. Hallelujah. But when we look at our faults and our failures, we look in the mirror, we face this man and that woman, that whoever you are, every morning you get up and you look at that person in the mirror. Maybe sometimes all you can see is your faults, your failures, the things that you didn't do. The things maybe you did do that you messed up and you wonder, God, how can I ever get past this? How am I ever going to get to the place where you want me to be so that I can get past this painful memory? That I can get past these wrongdoings? Hallelujah. But you know what? If we determine in our mind to get past those things and to start anew, we can have a new day with God. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful that there is hope in a forgiving God. Thank you, Lord. Some of you may remember Larnell Harris wrote a song many years ago. I'm probably telling my age by some of these things I'm referring to, but... Larnell Harris wrote a song that says, I can begin again. Let me just share these lyrics with you. Alone again in a crowded room, cornered by the questions in my mind. It's so hard to understand how the, the life that I had planned stole my joy and left me far behind. Though all I have is lost, it seems, in the shadow of a dream that it used to be. I can look beyond the skies, deep into the Father's eyes, and see that there is hope for one like me. I can begin again with the passion of a child. My heart has caught a vision of a life that's still worthwhile. I can reach out again far beyond what I have done, like a dreamer who's awakened to a life that's yet to come. For new beginnings are not, not just for the young. I face the dawn of each new brand, brand new day, free from all the doubt that gripped my past. For I found in trusting Him that every day life starts again as I look toward the things of life that last. Hallelujah. I'm afraid too many times we are like the one verse that talks about when we look in that mirror and we wonder if there's any hope for me. Hallelujah. We've been down roads of mistakes, down roads of heartbreak, down roads that led us into dead ends. But just know this, that with God on your side, there's still hope. You can still begin again. You can still have what you need in God. Don't give up and don't give in. I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people may let you down and make you to believe that you'll never make it. There's a lot of people that may have lost their confidence in you, that may have made you think that there is nothing to be said about you. But don't worry about what people say. Oh, you're trying to please God. You're not here to please man. We're trying to make it to the other side. 
Hallelujah. I'm thankful tonight to know that God is still on my side. I can't begin again with the passion of a child. Hallelujah. How many times have you looked at a child that's tried over and over to learn how to walk? When they fall, they don't just sit there, but they get up and they try again. It's because of that that they eventually begin to walk. And before long, they begin to run. Why? Because they did not give up, but they got up again. They began anew, and they tried it over and over and over. So don't give up on God, but get up again. Get up and let God help you and strengthen you so that you can go on and on. You can't make it. Hallelujah. As long as there is breath in your body, you can make it. You can try it again. You can go again. Hallelujah. I wonder what would have happened to the woman that went to the unjust judge. I need you to help me. Hallelujah. And she could have given up so easily after time and again of going back and going back. Hallelujah. We sometimes do that in our human mind. We get tired or we get weary of going back over and over. I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of prayers that they didn't get answered just overnight. There's been many prayers that I'm still praying tonight that I've been praying for years. There's been many prayers that's been answered, some very quickly, but some that's taken a long time. But I do know this, that God's got it. God is still on the throne. He's still answering prayer. I know that he's still got the power. I haven't lost my faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. When you begin to read, when we read in Romans, hallelujah, we're talking about the debtors that don't live to the flesh. We live in a time when people are living to their flesh more than anything. If it feels good, do it. If it looks good, do it. Whatever goes, it's the thing to do. Hallelujah. We live in a world and a time where anything goes. Hallelujah. And it's easy to get caught up in the things of the world and the things that they're doing. Hallelujah. Some of them may not look so bad, but beware. Hallelujah. I can't help but think of Jonah. You know, he was given a second chance. I was reading there today, actually, and... The first three chapters of Jonah, you learn a whole lot about that man. (laughs) You know, he was called of God to go to a city that needed God. But he knew what that city was like. Have you ever felt the unction of the Holy Ghost to go do something, but you knew what situation existed? You refrained. You didn't want to go. So he thought, well... I'll just get out of here. I'm going to run. I'm going to go down to Tarshish. You begin to read about what all he did. He went down and caught a ship. We're all very familiar with the story, I'm sure. He paid the fare. He got on the boat. He went down inside and went to sleep. He didn't know there was a storm going on. But those shipmates all sure knew. And they couldn't understand what was going on. Until finally someone got the idea, hey, go get that guy that's downstairs. Go get him and bring him up here find out what his story is. What's going on with him? Why are we facing this? Hallelujah. And he finally told him the story of how he refused and he rebelled to do, to go and do what God had asked him to do. He had taken the wrong path and made a bad decision. I thought, you know... 
something that came to me that I had never really thought about before. But when they cast him overboard, immediately the sea settled down. And that fish swallowed him up. But it said down in the belly of hell, he lifted up his eyes. I don't know if anyone's ever thought about this before, but if you get swallowed up by something, the chances of you still breathing are few to none. So God had a really divine plan that went a lot further than him just being swallowed up by a big fish. But there was somehow some oxygen getting to him that where he could still breathe. He could still think. If you don't get enough oxygen, you can't think anymore. And of course, if you don't get enough oxygen, you're not going to be alive anymore. But some way, somehow, through God's uh, plan, he allowed him to endure that for three days. Hallelujah. And during that time, he had time to think about things. And when he was finally spit out on ground, he still wasn't real happy, but he had learned enough that he better go do what God had said. And he ran then to Tarshish to do what God asked him to do to begin with. I thought there's been times in my life when maybe God has dealt with me about things, but I didn't feel comfortable doing it, so I kind of took my own course. I want to tell you, any time you take your own course away from God, it's not going to turn out good. Hallelujah. I want to be willing and obedient to do what God would have me to do. Jonah was fortunate that he was given a second chance to go and do what he was asked to do. But I find it amazing that after he did that, how that things turned around, but then Jonah still ended up very angry. And how that God still had to teach him another lesson. Don't that relate to many of us? So many times we don't learn the first time. But a lot of times it takes a second time, third time, on and on. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you tonight, I'm so glad that I can get up again. And I can begin again. I'm going to tell you the devil will come and try to destroy your mind. Our mind is a silent battlefield that he will work on it day and night. He will try to make you to believe that there's no hope for you. That you've gone too far. That you've done too little. That you, you'll never make it back to where you need to be. But don't believe the lies of the enemy. There is still, there is still a path that leadeth back to him. Hallelujah. Don't give up on the things of God. Don't be weary in well-doing. Hallelujah. I thought as much as we know truth and as much as we know the word, how that the enemy so many times will come against you and try to make you to believe it's not going to happen. Hallelujah. I thought, you know, there's a lot of things we encounter. Uh, on the job, I had an issue last week. I was having to travel in Michigan, visit some customers and do some presentations and so on and so forth. And uh, one of the people I was traveling with, you know, the, really they should have been taking a lead on the situation. Instead, they opened up the situation that left me out to dry and for me to fight the battle myself. But you know what? I proved a bigger point. Not only did I conquer the situation, but I also possibly made a sale for that salesman that was supposed to take care of it. And I thought, you know, it'd be easy to let things like that spiritually get the best of us when some little thing comes along and hurts us and does something to trip us up and to make us think that we've just messed up completely and how that we, you know what, prove to the devil 
that you can do it. In fact, you can go far beyond what the natural eye would see. You can go beyond what anybody would come to tell you. Hallelujah. We do have strength in Him. Hallelujah. It also came to my attention this week that, you know, no matter how hard you try, I'm going to tell you, the more you dig in, the more you pray, the more you sacrifice, the greater the battle. Hallelujah. But you know what? I feel like that David could have said, this, this giant's too big for me. This is too big of a battle for me. I can't do this. This bear is too big for me. I can't handle going against this bear. I'm just a little guy. But he didn't. Why? Because he knew where his strength come from. Hallelujah. When's the last time you thank God for the strength you get, he gave you for the day? That is my prayer every time I get on my knees. Thank God for the strength you gave me today. Hallelujah. Thank God for just being with me again today. Hallelujah. Because there's going to come a lot of things your way each and every day that's going to try your mind. It's going to try your strength. It's going to try you inside and out. We've got to be ready. We've got to be willing to just be listening for the voice of the Lord. Sensitive to His touch and His strength and knowing that He is leading us and guiding us. Hey, sometimes the way that we're led is maybe not the better roses or what we think would be better roses. You want the roses? you got to endure the thorns. Hallelujah. Many times there's been paths I walked down that I thought, God, I thought this was supposed to be a little bit easier. I'll never forget when I was a young being the only one my age, and how that there was a time that when I was the only one in my age group at church, all the others were gone. And I thought, God, where's, where's somebody for me? Where's somebody for me to fellowship with? Where's somebody for me to date? Where's some, you know, why am I going through this? Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't understand at the time, but when I look back down the road and I see the things that God has done where he's brought me through, I understand a little more now. Hallelujah. Many times we may not understand that trial. We may not understand that test. But God's got a greater plan that we'll see a little bit down the road. Hallelujah. We may not understand the path that we're walking in tonight. Young person, wherever you're at in life, you may not understand that path tonight, but just be patient. God's got you. He's holding your hand. Allow him to give you strength day in and day out. Don't hesitate to go to the Lord in prayer. And let me add this. Don't be afraid to cry to the Lord. Real men cry. Real women cry. Hallelujah. There is nothing wrong with pouring out your heart to God. Let him to know. Hallelujah. He is touched by the feelings of our infirmities. He knows where you're at. But you know what? He wants to hear it from you. He wants to know your desperation. He wants to know what you're feeling. He wants you to voice it. To put it into words. and put, Just let him know that. God, I need you more today than I did yesterday. Hallelujah. In a lot of relationships, things fail because of lack of communication. Many times if that communication was there to voice certain things, some things probably wouldn't fail. Hallelujah. In the workplace, communication is vital. And the thing that I do in my job... I have no option but to communicate. 
communicate internally, communicate with customers, communicate with bosses, communicate with, you name it. It's day in and day out. And let me tell you, sometimes I don't feel like talking, but if I'm going to keep a job, I've got to talk. I've got to communicate. And while sometimes I feel like being ugly communicating and telling somebody what I really think, i got to take a step back and communicate in a way that I know is pleasing and a way that I know is right. Hallelujah. It would be easy so many times when the devil is just prodding and poking that you want to go off on somebody and you want to go on a tangent and more or less just give people a piece of your mind and tell them where they can get off at when all the time it's maybe just a little little bit of a nudging of maybe you just need to take a step back. Maybe you just need to realize that God's got this. You need to just let go of some things. Hallelujah. There's been times I've laid down at night troubled by situations and circumstances knowing that there was nothing I could do in myself to change them, but I knew God could. Hallelujah. Nights that when I went to bed troubled, I would start either reading my Bible, I'd start praying, put my Bible under my pillow. Hallelujah. Um, You'd be amazed how many times. Go to bed singing peace, peace, wonderful peace. Coming down from the Father above. Hallelujah. And you start to feel the peace of God start sweeping over you. Hallelujah. And let go through some trouble and trial and know what it's like to when you feel that peace of God start sweeping over you so you can go to sleep. To know that God is right there beside you and He knows what you're going through, but He just wanted you to reach out to Him again. Hallelujah. Why? Because you need to start anew. You need to begin again. Hallelujah. Don't get tired and just jump off the bandwagon and say, enough for me. Get up and start it again. Hallelujah. I thought, you know, the little kids, you watch them. I've got a great nephew right now that he's a couple years old, but he loves to torment the dog. And he knows that that dog wants to chew up any toy that he's got. And so he'll come and put it right in front of that dog just out of reach. Just knowing that that dog is going to do everything in its power to get a hold of it. And of course, then it takes act of Congress to get the dog away, get the child away. Hallelujah. But isn't that like us so many times? Sometimes on ourselves, we're just so dogged determined. We're going to do it or bust a gut. Hallelujah. We're going to go there. We're going to do this. We're going to... But sometimes step back and say, God... What is it you would have me do? Lead me in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Hallelujah. When we were reading earlier about the scripture that says we're new creation. Hallelujah. And old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Let me tell you something. When you start anew, when you go into a good repentant prayer meeting and you come up new again, I'm going to tell you something. You feel the presence of God. You feel that freshness of the Holy Ghost. And you feel like that you can go to battle again. I'm going to tell you something. When people talk about repenting every day, I'm going to tell you it's one of the best things you could ever do. It's refreshing. It's strengthening. And it helps you to go on for the day. Because you don't know what you're facing each day. But every day, every night, whatever it is, God forgive me for what. I've encountered today. I want to tell you something. God has given me strength when there was no strength I didn't feel to be had. He gave me strength when all my strength was gone. 
And when that happened, I began to feel myself getting up again. I began anew again. Hallelujah. I felt like that new creation again. Hallelujah. I know that God, when he's got us in, his, in the palms of his hand, <laughs> there is no failure. Hallelujah. He is the strength of our life, the joy of our salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Musicians, come on. I didn't realize how much I got way off my notes. I apologize. Thank you, Lord. We need to mortify the deeds of our body. Get a hold of the things that would bind us up. Tear down the strongholds. Hallelujah. If you are walking in the Spirit, being led in the Spirit, you'll walk in His ways. You'll have that life of fellowship with Him. What fellowship have light with darkness? Because when you've got Him, there is a difference. There is strength to be had that you can't find anywhere else. You know, I was talking, me and the pastor was talking one time, it's been a good while back, about a situation and I said, you know, sometimes you've mentioned about how that don't rely on people to keep texting you. Don't rely on people to keep calling you. There comes a time when you've got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Hallelujah. I told him, I said, through a couple of the lowest times of my life, there was never any text. There was never any message. Brother Judek, I had God. That was all I had. Hallelujah. What does it say? When you've got God, you've got everything. Hallelujah. He is our strength. Yeah, it helps to get a message. It helps to get some, something from somebody just letting you know they're praying for you. But I can't agree more than what Brother Dobbs said tonight. Just today, a situation. I text my mama. Mama, I need you to pray about something. She said... I'll be doing, and you know what? I knew without a doubt that she was going to be going to prayer very shortly to pray for her son about a situation. Hallelujah. When you know that you've got praying family, a praying pastor, a praying bishop, hallelujah. There's many times when I've went to prayer knowing that I had a praying church that I could rely on, that there was the saints of God that maybe they weren't calling my name, but they were calling out all the saints. All the saints of more life was calling on people for God to strengthen, for God to touch. Hallelujah. Just know when you feel alone, you're not alone. There is somebody calling on the Lord for you. There is somebody touching God for you. Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, me as an individual, I'm not good at telling people, maybe letting them know that, hey, I've been praying for you. I'm real bad about it. But there's a lot of times there's people here I'm praying for and I never let them know. But in turn, I know that there's people praying for me. I feel the strength of those prayers. Hallelujah. I feel the strength of God's people. Hallelujah. And then when you come into the house of the Lord, that oasis I referred to in the middle of the week, and you shake hands with a brother, with a sister, and they say, I love you. I'm praying for you. Hallelujah. What more could you ask for? Hallelujah. To know that the saints of God are there for you. The, there's another old song that says, you're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us when we're walking side by side. As long as there's love, we will stand. Hallelujah. Can we all stand right now? Thank you, Lord. 
I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful for the grace and mercy of God. So thankful that he's allowed me to begin again. He's given me another chance many, many times. Hallelujah. With him, there is opportunity for another chance. Opportunity to start all over. Hallelujah. Whatever you're going through tonight, let me encourage you to start again. If you feel defeated, if you feel like you've messed up, if you feel like that you've gone down a wrong path, you've made some bad decisions, start again. Let God renew you. Let Him strengthen you. Let Him encourage you. Hallelujah, like only God can. There's only so much that we can do as an individual, but God can do what no other can do. Hallelujah. Can we all come around the front for just a little while tonight? Hallelujah. I hope and pray I've said something to help somebody. Oh, God, we love you.